0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Go to our great mate, Tony Clark, who's waiting online. Uh, multiple premiership winning coach locally and now involved doing a lot of work with Neil Henry uh, at grassroots level. TC, good morning, mate. Good morning, boys. Good morning, Morris.
2: Great to hear you, mate. You're a hero of mine on the Central Coast. One of the best sportsmen ever. So uh, great to hear your voice again, mate.
1: Oh, thanks for the going words, mate. Awesome. Yeah, TC, uh, we were talking last night uh, about North Sydney and their quest to be back in the NRL. Now, you've been involved in some high-level talks. What are you hearing, mate? Are they are they off to the west? And, and how's the feeling? I, I know you heard Billy Moore speak. Can you enlighten us?
2: Yeah, well, it was a, a high-level uh, meeting over a couple of scooters as a great north. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, no, <laughs> certainly... Um, uh, uh, <laughs> It certainly um, has uh, plenty of legs, plenty of support. Um, the Bears um, have, have a very strong model, and uh, and the general feeling is that, um, you know, with the, with Western Australia or uh, the consortium from New Zealand, that, um, you know, they're a big chance of, of being part of the 18th, uh, 18th franchise. So um, I know there's a lot of work to be done by the Bears, but uh, as I said, they're certainly working very hard not only on the, uh, you know, on, on the NRL level, but, but certainly giving a, a, a pathway um, direction, you know, for, for a lot of kids in the game. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll keep working hard at, at, at that.
1: Yeah, Tony and I spoke last night, Butes. Mm. Like, you look at NFL American football, and there's teams that will relocate to keep that franchise alive, and you don't have to look far here. I mean, just have a look at, uh, oh, you know, have a look at the Sydney Swans. Sydney
3: Swans, to, you know, at, Brisbane at, Lions... Old Fitzroy, you know, there's all, all these teams that have done it.
1: And, the thing and, I love it, is, and it, they retain their, like you know, they, they respect their roots.
3: Yes, correct. And I look at it, and I go, you know, to get the red and black back would be absolutely amazing uh, for the game. Uh, yeah, and things I like to hear coming from Peter Valandis is the fact that every third person he speaks to wants to know when he bring the Bears back. When are you bring the Bears back. When he And you know what? That sticks. In, that sticks in, in the back of his head. And I think the fact that if the Bears can jump on the back of the next franchise to come in, and wherever that may be, then not only does that franchise have um, a rich history to you know to claim as their own, they've also got you know those colours and the, and that you know the badge that says that you know what they've been in the competition from day one, and I think that says a lot. Uh, for a new area coming into the, uh, the competition. Yeah,
1: and TC, uh, that means that there might be maybe as many as three blockbusters at North Sydney Oval against traditional rivals, but then you're back to the west and you embrace that community and, and that city.
2: Yeah, exactly, So as we spoke about last night. That's, you know, like, and they're realistic with that at North Sydney Oval. I mean, we were down there on Friday night, when they play tennis in New South Wales Cup, it's a lot, you know they probably had over 3,000 people watching reserve break. So, I mean there yeah. uh, uh, are a lot, a lot as Michael knows, you know, a, a lot of, um, of Bears fans that would, would would flock to a you know Manly North game, uh, you know, whatever. Um, and and the club, as I said, is very realistic in that. But you know they they play three or four games there and then uh, and they get on the road to to WA or New Zealand. Uh, TC, obviously uh, we spoke a bit earlier about uh, some of the action with Joel Kane, but uh, there's plenty of games coming up today the first of them of course the Warriors and the Knights pretty inconsistent from both sides so far this season yeah definitely Adam I think that um, you know both coaches would be looking uh, uh, looking for a, for a you know a better performance as you said a, a more consistent performance uh, both of them you have to probably be honest that um, you know they've been relatively disappointing this year so very important game for, uh, for both teams
1: yeah, TC, we're back. Uh, we're just busy Three. talking to the greatest of all time in the Black Diamond AFL, Morris Goolagong, who's here with us. TC, can you tell us more about the relationship you've got with Neil Henry and what he's giving back to Grassroots Rugby League?
2: Yeah, certainly. Um, so that we've, uh, the NRL, uh, which is groundbreaking groundbreaking for, um, for Australian sport, has created a program uh, uh, which has been named the Riders Program. Neil um, has developed that. Uh, In conjunction with the NRL, and uh, and we're very fortunate that we're going to be running a pilot program starting on Wednesday, uh, the 20th of uh, June, um, from here on the Oval, you know, for Central Coast kids. Um, And ideally, and I think Morris would would agree with this, that it's so important that we keep um, a a strong community league uh, happening or a strong community sport. I mean, it's so important to us all, and, and ideally this program is for the, the kids that are not part of a, a, a designated rep program, but you know, trying to skill them up and give them some confidence and keep them in the game.
3: What what age group are we looking at here, uh, Clarkie, in relation to these kids in this program? So we're going to start from 13, Michael.
2: Um, it's, yep. it's, it's male and female. It goes uh, to 15. Um, Newcastle, have, this is the second year that Newcastle are running it, and they have over 180 applicants. Uh, we're, we're upwards of 40, which is, which is still very exciting because there's a little bit of time to go. Um, so yeah, it, it, it it's the program about, and, and also, me not to, it's also for the coaches, Michael, too. You know, there's yes. a lot of volunteer coaches out there. So, uh, I've been fortunate enough to be appointed head coach. I've got two very, uh, experienced league coaches, in Matt Sharman and Matthew Hunter, um, to assist me. And, um, and we've extended an invitation to, uh, the under 13 junior coaches on the Central Coast, you know, and, and, uh, and certainly get them some, give them some tools that hopefully they'll take back and and, um, and, and let the kids, you know, enjoy it, get a bit of confidence and hang around in the game.
1: Hey, TC, the uh, women's origin squads were named yesterday and there's three Central Coast girls in the New South Wales squad and one absolutely outstanding player in the Queensland squad, that's Tara Aiken, who was the player of the series on the Sunshine Coast a couple of years ago. She won the Nellie Doherty Medal, and she played with the Wyong Roos, maybe before your time, TC. But well done to Tara and Aiken, and you've had plenty to do with the girls that have made the New South Wales squad. Tell us more.
2: Yeah, it's so exciting, isn't it, Steve? It's, um And I think it's a testament to the to the strength of the girl the girls' game on the coast, which continues to just um, you know grow and grow and grow. Uh, you know, with Isabel, Cara, Dib, uh, you know, it's, it's Isabel Kelly and Cara Dib you know, tremendous achievement for them. I, I mean, Isabel is a, a mainstay of the New South Wales team, which is uh, which is so exciting for her. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm really, uh, really looking forward to the, to the women's Origin game.
3: Yeah, look, it's going to be an exciting contest. And one thing I love about uh, the Origin, the female Origin, is the fact that they have it as a standalone on the Friday night and there's nothing to compare it to. And I want these girls to go out and give it their all. And, and again, I think you're right, um, Clarkie, when you talk about the standard of... And the quality of, of football, uh, especially the female rugby league, it has grown exponentially. I would say over the last three or four years.
2: Oh, definitely, Michael. I think I think one of the appealing factors is it's still so pure. You know, yep. it, they 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 claim that you know it, it's not overly structured, and the, and the girls are uh, you know it, 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 as we said the skill levels improve dramatically, but it, it is a pure form of the game, and I think that, that, that's the appeal to the wider audience.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, speaking of the women's game, I was really fortunate this week uh, with my podcast. I was able to speak to Corbin Baxter, and the episode will come out soon. So she's the captain of the Sydney Roosters. She's been a part of the Gila Roos since around about 2017, alongside Ali Brigginshaw. And I think you guys will all enjoy this audio. So I cut up a little snippet last night. I wanted to go inside the mind of a great player. So... I asked her about other players. I wanted her to come up with the first thoughts that came to her mind when she comes up against them. And I asked Corbin Baxter, the captain of the Premiership winning Sydney Roosters, her thoughts about Ali Briganshaw, first of all.
0: Leader, confident. She's very relatable too, very open. Trailblazer. I think she's someone who has a lot of pressure on her shoulders to, to speak up for the girls, but is always courageous and confident enough to to be the voice of many
1: yeah by the way my people have been talking to her people we've had lengthy discussions and hopefully she'll be on this podcast sometime soon next up someone in the forwards steph hancock
0: history she's just been there for such a long time and and still um leading the way i i think she retired about at the world cup back in 2017 but she's still going strong resilient and also just an awesome leader.
1: Gold medalist from Rio, Charlotte Caslick.
0: Dynamic, just great footy head and vibrant.
1: Yeah. One of your teammates at New South Wales and Jilla Roo's level, but an opposition player on grand final day, Kezi Apps.
0: Kezi Apps, also a great leader, positive, someone that you feel like you can go and talk to and chat to. I think just a, a really warm person and um, someone who can just get her job done and nail it.
1: Yeah, plays in your position. I think from Rockhampton originally, a try scoring machine, Tamika Upton.
0: Oh, I think she's the future of the game. I would almost call her the GOAT. Yeah, just a really exciting player. She's someone who I think is um, – I don't know her very well off the field, but just seeing the crazy stuff that she can do on the field, I think she's going to be around the game for a long time and she's one of the best, you know, footy – she – carries the best footy skills at the moment. I don't think there's anyone who's more skillful than Timmy Upton.
1: Yeah, wow. Uh, They call her Honey Bill uh, because she's (laughs) such a superstar in New Zealand. Honey, do you want to say her surname, how it should be said?
0: Uh, Hidemi. Yes. Beautiful person. She's also such a great leader. Um, I haven't met her off field um, properly, but just been around the game for such a long time, knows it inside out and, yeah, just just a, a, a great woman of the game.
1: Okay, two more players. One of them's a New South Wales teammate of yours and yeah. moving from Brisbane to Newcastle, I think we all love watching her on SAS Australia, Millie Boyle.
0: <laughs> oh, workhorse, tough as nails. She's just someone who you can rely on and or off the field the best human ever she'll make you laugh with being with, around her for a couple of seconds she's hilarious and loves a story
1: yeah <laughs> and a lady who plays alongside you with new south wales went to parramatta this year and played her heart out what a player samima talf
0: Oh, also workhorse. She's got a hard head. She's always coming off the game with stitches and blood, but she'll put her body on the line. And um, yeah, a great, a great leader also.
1: Yeah, final name, and it's not a player, Rad Donnell.
0: Oh. Oh, he's someone who's really special to me. I feel like he's he's had a lot to do with myself as not only a rugby league player but a person. Every time we go into the Gillaroo's campaigns, um, just his presence—he's so warm, but you, you you learn so much from him. And he's just all about growing his his players as people first and players second.
1: Yeah, so there we go, Corbin Baxter, so part of the uh, New South Wales and Gillaroos. Uh, She was also the captain of the Maori team in the Indigenous All-Star game. And TC, do you love what she said about her head coach, Brad Donald? That's what every coach aspires to, to develop people first, players second.
2: Oh, Definitely, he's a champion man. When I did the leadership course, Brad was there. I, uh, I was very fortunate enough to do my high performance coaching with Brad in 2005. Champion fella and uh, and, and is a, a a wonderful asset for, for the game of rugby league and as you said that's what every coach aspires
1: to. Stuart. Yeah, and Butes do you see the recurring theme with all of those players that Corbin mentioned, and it's leadership? Yeah,
3: and, and I think you know what it, it's it's interesting in the game, especially in the women's game, they are they are leader. They're pioneers, right? They're, you know, this competition's only been around for a, a few years now, so they are all leaders. They're leading the way for what's going to come further down the track. And, you know, it really excites me when I look at um, where the game of Rugby League, especially the female game, will be in 10 years' time. It will be amazing, I can assure you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And they're fighting for equality too, so well done. And the the ratings went through the roof, I think, when you saw their grand final at Redcliffe, uh, where they had had close to 10,000 fans for two teams from Sydney. St George Illawarra versus the Roosters, just amazing. Hey, TC, finally this morning, mate. Somebody's celebrating a milestone birthday. Can you tell us more?
2: They no, certainly <laughs> are, Steve. Uh, the, 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 yeah, my very uh, beautiful son. Nathan's 30 tomorrow, but we're having a, a bit of a shindig tonight for him. And, uh, yeah, very, very proud of the young man. And uh, uh, we'll certainly have a, a, a good night for him. And, um, yeah, very solid as a family. for. Uh, the, but uh, I was in saying say that, but yeah, I must have been young when we had him. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, yeah. Mate, the only tip I give you is stay on the mid-strengths, mate That's all <laughs>
1: Good on yeah. you, boys he, He's an absolute legend, Nathan Clark He's one of our best mates And uh, G O T he could play TC Probably unlucky that he didn't push on to a higher level Because, yeah. you know, just such a great player with the Wyong Ruse. Yeah,
2: he certainly was He, um, I think, three-time player of the year So, uh, yeah, he uh, uh, was... Uh, Certainly had an illustrious career, and uh, and paving uh, paving his way now in the in the building industry. So yeah, there's uh, plenty of good times ahead for young Nathan.